that's where that's where my journey started. In I graduated high school in 1991, and then I went straight after high school to the Art Institute, and it's a two-year associate's degree. I graduated in 1993, almost 30 years ago, and it's like I still love what I do. I'm ex- I love what I do. <laughs> Welcome back to How to College First Gen, where we help first-generation students through their college experience. Hi, I'm Sandra Fernandez, and I'm your host today, and we are joined by my very, very talented friend, Mirna Galan of Galan Graphics. Hi, Mirna. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. I know we go back a while, and the first thing that I wanted to do when I knew what the topic was, was that I wanted to invite you. Awesome. That's exciting. Thank you. <laughs> well, today's topic is graphic design. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk to Mirna about her career as a graphic designer, her path to becoming a graphic designer, and what that means for first-gen college students today. Now, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do and what your professional careers look like? Sure. Well, I've been a graphic designer for almost 30 years. It's It's been a while. I think my day-to-day projects that I work on are usually logos. I've recently done some newsletters for a couple of organizations. I've done book covers, magazines, a little bit of everything. It's just designing all kinds of creative visuals to market a business or a product. I'm going to address the elephant in the room. In the age of Canva, why are graphic designers still relevant? I've had people ask me that and say that to me because I, I honestly, I, I have referred clients to Canva because they do have great templates. And sometimes I may not have the time to work on a quick little project for them. And I'm just like, Hey, go check Canva and it's a great product. Go use it. But a lot of people, a lot of clients that I have tried to refer there, they're like, Oh no, no, I've tried it. I don't have time to do that. I need to, I want to hire you to do it. If I have to wait till next week, that's fine. But it just, if somebody wants a custom graphic, they'll come to me and they'll wait to hire me instead of using a little template from Canva, which like I said, Canva is awesome. But if you want custom designed work, you would hire a graphic designer. What is it that you bring to your client that they're not going to get through a little template from Canva? You know what? I work with clients. We usually do a consultation about their projects. I work directly with them from start to finish. And I get all the feedback from them. And then they explain to me what they need. And that's how they get a custom graphic that they're not going to get on Canva. It's custom work from start to finish. I start from scratch with a blank page for everyone. So custom work is what they get. And they work with me one-on-one from start to finish. That sounds like you work very closely with your clients. What are some of your favorite projects? Oh, you know what? A few years ago, actually, you referred me to the Salvation Army in Houston. That's been my most, I, I love everything that I do, but that was exciting because I designed billboards for them. And so by, by that time, I had already moved to San Antonio. When I was driving into Houston one day, I look up and I'm like, oh, hey, that looks like the photo, one of the photos I used in that billboard project. And I was like, oh, that's my project. That's me. That's me. I circled back around on the freeway. It was 45 South, I think. And I went back around and I got, it, it, the picture's kind of blurry, but I was so excited. I got a picture of it. And I, I posted on social media and I got it. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, that's my work. It's on the billboard in Houston, Texas. That sounds like so much fun. How about anything else? You know what? And here in San Antonio, I do the the marketing. I guess it's the, the mailer, 
some of the social media graphics for the Bear County Business Conference. It's one of the biggest conferences here in San Antonio. And I've designed their projects for maybe the last five or six years, maybe more. And so that's that's huge because all of San Antonio, the whole city sees it all over on TV and in print and in their mailbox. That's that's exciting. That sounds great. And I can imagine going through and seeing stuff on in a billboard. But let's roll on back to the beginning. In high school, is graphic design what you intended to do and what you chose in high school? Well, my journey begins like in my preschool days. I won't go into all that part, but I remember drawing ever since I was a child. I remember my mom sharing my drawings and things with my, with my, con las tías and the tíos. Like, look, I saw her draw this. And she, they, you know, she would show my work and they would, they, I, they would probably say something like, oh, she probably traced it. And I could hear her say, no, 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 she, I saw her draw it. She didn't trace it. I've always loved to draw. But when I was in high school, I, I actually drew all through, like, I always enjoyed my art class through elementary school, middle school. And then when I got to high school, me and my sister and a couple of friends were like, oh, we're going to be beauticians. Let's take the cosmetology courses for the last period of the, or the last few hours of the days. And, and we'll get our cosmetology license before we leave. And I thought, okay, yeah, me and my sister, we're going to go work with my mom at her beauty salon. And that's what I'm going to be a beautician. And it turned out when in my high school, my senior year, my counselor calls me into the office and says, oh, you need one more elective credit to graduate high school. And I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to be a beautician. And they're like, no, you need an elective. And I was like, well, what are the options? And they're like, theater, I think guitar and art. And I was like, oh, I haven't done art in since for a few years in, in high school. And I, I took that class and basically the rest is history because my the teacher at that time at, at Stephen F. Austin High School over in the East End of Houston, they were the, the coach, Corey Giles was the coach. He was also the art teacher. And he saw that I really, I guess he saw that I really enjoyed work and my work was always one of the best projects. And he said, I know this is your senior year. Why don't I, we get a portfolio together and I'll introduce you to the people that I know at the Art Institute of Houston. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And basically that's where, where, the, where I guess where it started <laughs> officially. Until then, you thought you were going into cosmetology. I, w I thought I was going to be a, a beautician just because in high school, you're kind of already thinking about like, oh, well, what am I going to do after this? I'm going to go into the real world. What am I going to do? <laughs> so, you weren't planning on college at that point? Just beauty school, cosmetology. I, I know that's like a, a small certificate or something like a, a nine month training or something like that I think if I remember correctly you get your portfolio together you apply to the art institute what did you tell your parents well when I told my parents originally it's kind of a funny story I I told my mom that I had was learning I had learned about graphic design from my art teacher and she was like and of course Mexican moms Mexicanas are like ¿Qué es eso? what is that I'm how are you going to make money with that? <laughs> she literally laughed in my face. She's like, she's like, we don't have any money for college. We we didn't know y'all were going to go. And we're I was like, um, okay. Anyway, after all that, I did go to get an interview with my little portfolio at the Art Institute of Houston. I remember walking in and seeing these people with green mohawks and purple lipstick and wearing gothic clothes. And I was like, oh my God, these are my people. And I was like, I was like, oh my, because I was trying to do some funky thing with my hair or something weird. I was different. And when I saw them, I was like, this is my world. These are my people. And I saw the projects and stuff on the wall. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is so cool. This is, this is what I want to do. And at that time, I didn't even know what it was called. I think I graduated with a, a degree in visual communications. It wasn't even called officially graphic design back then. Yeah. That's where that's where my journey started. And I graduated high school in 1991. And then I went straight after high school to the Art Institute. And it's a two year associate's degree. I graduated in 1993, almost 30 years ago. And it's like, I still love what I do. I'm, I love what I do. <laughs>
Well, that's, that's great to hear that you still love what you do. What do you remember from being in college that you can share with other first-gen students? You know what? Being in a trade school, they really focus on specifically graphic design. I do remember every day, every week we had a project that like instead of doing essays or writing reports or whatever, we did our project. Like I, I still have a ton of stuff in, in, on, that I put on my wall recently and just to projects that we did every week it was it was just different subjects that we had to work on just different things that we did we either we designed an ad we converted like the first initial into we had to use these like these different panels to transform the my name was an m starts with an m i converted it into a mouse it it like transformed just all these kind of really fun projects i just remember every day being fun because we were drawing every day yeah in our art Art institute of houston we're drawing all the time every day (laughs) so that's what we did do you feel that you would have had a different experience or it would have been harder or just going to the four-year college or maybe just not as interesting to you? Well, for me, I think it would have been more difficult. I've never been very studious. I'm not good in math. I'm To this day, I'm, I, I have a calculator and I have a bookkeeper. I don't deal with any numbers just because numbers, I don't like numbers. I don't want to look at them. So it worked out for me that it was, the focus was art just you draw and create on the computer or draw sketches actually out for the projects that you're working on. It worked for me. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a studious person. I don't like to write reports. I don't like to write essays and all that stuff. It, it just, it worked for me. It was, it was good for me. <laughs> Nothing wrong with any of that other stuff, but it just, it worked for me perfectly. You went to your first interview with the Art Institute. And at which point did you realize that this was going to be a career, that this was something that you could make money on and live from, and, and it would some, be something long-term, not just something that you liked? Hmm, good question. I think when I got my first job, it was a really fun job. And I think, I I don't know if I, I, you know what, that's a great question. I don't know if I ever thought like, oh, this is it for the rest of my life. It just, the years have gone by so quickly. And I just, I'm thankful that I still enjoy what I do every day. Like I wake up with no alarm. I'm like, oh, I get to design. Let me finish that project today. Or I'm going to work on a book cover for a client today or or whatever the project may be for the day. I don't know if I knew that it was going to be 30 years later, but I'm thankful it's been 30 years and I still love it. I mean, it's just, I actually, I recently had somebody on LinkedIn, a young graphic designer. I think he only has maybe a couple of years of experience. He messaged me and he said, Hey, how do you, how do you still like what you do? I saw that you've been doing this for almost 30 years. And, and I don't know, I just told him, I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't mean for it to be 30 years later, but it has been. And I, I still love it. I mean, it, there's, there's no special formula about it. I mean, I know everybody's different and some people, they're like, oh, I've been a, I've been a nurse. I've been a pharmacist. I've been a mechanic. Like they've done all these different things. It's just, I've never had that opportunity, I guess. Maybe I didn't want it, or maybe I didn't find it, but I'm thankful that I've had almost 30 years of graphic design work. And it, it just, I didn't plan that. It just kind of happened. <laughs> the person that contacted me on, on LinkedIn, I told them just, I think a little bit of just what I said, it, I, I just love what I do and I've always loved it. And I've, I've drawn since forever. It's, getting to create if it's if it's not your calling you'll know I mean I think any everybody has that intuition where oh okay this isn't fun anymore this is very stressful and and you can change careers at any time but it's just I've been lucky blessed whatever you want to call it and then it just it's it's worked for me that I love what I do and I've, I've I've loved to draw forever if you love to draw this is definitely an avenue to to look at and I mean you translate your drawings into a computer 
um, digital images and it's it's you can sell that or create an ad or figure out how to use it do it online as well your parents didn't fight you about going to the art institute other than the money uh, no they didn't really fight but my mom of course she said she's like I I wanted you to be a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse or something you know the typical high-paying successful jobs you know wh- whatever they- that means have they had that conversation with you at any point? You're going to go to college or what are you planning after high school or something like that? You know what? I don't remember ever having that conversation with them where they were like, oh, should we be saving money? Or, oh, do you dream of college? It's just, I don't know. I, I don't really quickly about my, my parents. They, my father, my father's parents were immigrant workers. They would cross the border to work in the fields. And thankfully, my father was born in Texas, but he was taken back to Mexico and raised there with his family. And that's where he met my mom. They came back in the 70s. My sister and I were born here. They were, my my parents have always been those people where they're working. My dad was always a mechanic or he would install carpet in, in people's homes or basically that's what they did. And then my mom, she didn't work until we were maybe like in middle school. And then, then she went to beauty school and she got her degree and her, her license in that. And it was not something that... We even saw like in Austin High School, there weren't really any people that came to speak to us that were the role models like, oh, college this or college that, you know, or maybe they did and I didn't pay attention, but I don't remember that or having somebody like, oh, I want to go to college too, or oh, I want to do that. I didn't really, really know. I mean, I I saw my mother go to beauty school. I was like, oh, well, I'll be a beautician too. I'll work at her job and that's what I'll be. I'll, I mean, not really thinking. I just, I guess I didn't really know. Do you have any siblings? I do. I have one sister. And older or younger? She's older. Did yes. she go to college? Did she go she to went, anything past high school? She went to beauty school and she's a cosmetologist. That <laughs> makes perfect sense. You were going to go into beauty school and be a cosmo- uh, and be a beautician. She actually did it. Yes. She still works with my mother to this day. Yes. Almost 20 years later. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. But you didn't go into the, you ended up not going into the family business. Right. I'm going to ask a personal question here. How did you pay for college? I actually went to, I got a lot of grants and scholarships. The Art Institute was very helpful with that. I just basically went in and signed a little paper. I was like, okay. And it, and it was Pell Grants, I believe okay. what it was called. And I can't remember what the other one is. And there was a few small loans that that's been paid off years ago. I've actually, I'm already completely done paying my college or my my degree paying for the Art Institute. Grants and scholarships and small, I'm going to say small loan because I know some people, I know somebody that's like graduated maybe 30 years ago and they're still paying on it. I'm just like, ooh. Is there anything that you wish would have been done differently when you were in high school? Because obviously you're very happy with where you ended up. But looking back, what do you wish would have been done different or what could have been done to help you out or et cetera that wasn't? I I wish there had been more career fairs or career day where people would come in to speak to the students about different things, different careers. Because I don't remember ever that ever having that happen to where you see a Latina, she's like, oh, my company, this, and I hire people and stuff. And you're like, you know, you don't, you don't see it. You go and you go apply for a job somewhere. You don't, you don't think, oh, I'm going to own this company. I'm going to hire people to do that. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if it was just because of the East End or what, <laughs> that people didn't come to us 
to do that. But I don't remember career fairs like I see now. I've been invited to a couple here in San Antonio where I go and speak to the students about graphic design, because if you like to draw, I mean, hopefully you're not vandalizing the side of businesses, but it, it graffiti is a form of art. I mean, it's not done on the right canvas, but it, it is a form of art. And some people are very talented that they can turn that into, on, do it on the computer or on a drawing pad and you, you create art and sell it and make money and do that. Yeah, I wish there were been had been more career fairs and more people to come speak to us. Maybe specifically Latinas, business owners that would come and talk to the to the female population of the school and just say, hey, you can own a business too. You can hire people, with what, whatever that is, kind of business that is. And is, what is it you tell prospective students about graphic design? You know what? I always mention, if you love to draw, if you're creative, you can put colors together. You, you see how fonts work together you know how you can create something a visual that's that's something you know that you can turn into to a business a graphic design creating projects for people whether it's on a canvas or designing a business card or a magazine for somebody it's it's definitely an avenue to to make a life create a, a business and a career out of it and does anybody ever ask you about do I need to go to college for that I don't think I've ever had anybody ask me to that but my answer is no because you can always just get the programs and learn like any program learn what each tool does and just I I know I personally know a lot of self-taught graphic designers and they're doing very well as far as their business and and projects that they're working on you don't have to but I mean I, I I'm thankful I did because I learned like different color theory and art history and why we do certain things and the correct programs to use to create files. And it's, I'm thankful I, I had that experience and I, I spent those two years there learning all that. Let's talk a little bit about your career history. You went to the Art Institute. What was your first job? Oh, that was at, what was Spanish Publications. I think they're still in Houston. Really? Um, Semana newspaper. Yes. Hola magazine. We. I, I, don't, I don't know that Hola magazine is still around, but I think Semana newspaper is still around. Yes. Solo autos. I know that I've seen them here in San Antonio. I'm like, whoa, they're over here. And that's the same logo and everything. I, wow. I'm guessing the same people. Maybe they bought the franchise or something. I don't know. But yeah, Spanish publication. I, I worked there. That was that was a really fun job. They, so you, you were doing weekly publications like yes. the magazine and newspapers and, and stuff like that. Yes. Yes. It was the page layout mostly and then a few of the ads, but it was mostly just the interior of the of the newspaper. Do you remember what applications you were working with back then? Oh, I want to say it was Quark Express. Oh, that's probably right. Yes. I remember Quark Possibly Express. I'm Page old Maker. enough that I remember Quark oh, yeah, Express yeah, I and PageMaker. And I don't remember which one came after that. Right now it's InDesign. Yes, right now it's InDesign. Oh, yes, I, I, I'm not sure of anything between there, but I, I want to say it was PageMaker, Quark Express, and now it's InDesign for yeah. as far as I can remember. And then after that? I went to, oh my gosh, Southwest Art Magazine. That was kind of a regional, lower United States, like New Mexico, Colorado, Texas, right in there. It was fine art and they had a lot of sculptures, paintings. They interviewed a lot of the artists and then they moved to Colorado. I ended up having to find another job, <laughs> but it was, that was fun too. That was, that was the first job. I was there maybe about seven or eight years. And the next one I was there for maybe six years. So when did you go out on your own? It was in 2009 after my third job. That was a nightmare. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> and I decided, like, you know what? I, I, I can do this on my, I had already been doing Galan graphics on the side mm -hmm. and I finally got my DBA. It was in July of 2009, July 1st, to be exact. It was my independence day. And I did get my DBA. And I, I, I remember it was March, 2009. No, wait, 
it must have been July the year, previous year. And then March 2009, March 26th to be exact, I quit my job. And I I remember waking up on Friday morning and I, I, I sat up and I gasped. And I said, oh, no, what did I do? <laughs> but I, you know what? I got dressed. I think I had a networking event that day. And I went out and here I am 13 years later. And no wanting to go back and undo it. Because it's it takes a certain type of personality to run a business for 13 years. I mean, most businesses fail in the first first year for one to five years. Yes. Very few make it past 10. Yes. No, you know what? It definitely has been a roller coaster. It definitely has its ups and downs, highs and lows. But it's one of those things where I think I've done it so long to where I would be. I Now I'd be if somebody somebody would have to offer me like $10 million a week to work to roll off the bed and go work somewhere because I don't think I'm I'm too old for that. I don't think I could do that again. I, I honestly don't. It would be very difficult for me to go back and work for somebody else. I'm, I'm thankful I've had this opportunity. Discipline is definitely something you need to have. I, for some reason, I remember years ago, I used to tell people, oh, I, I get up at six. I'm at my desk by nine. I do my little few chores in the morning or whatever. And then I have my lunch from 12 to one. And then I, I'm done at five. I, I set hours for myself. And they're, they look surprised. And, and I was like, and I think they, I think people think you roll off the bed at 10, you watch TV for a couple of hours, you go to lunch, you might come back at three, you work for a couple of hours. It's like, that is not how it works. I probably work more hours now than I did working a nine to five for anyone else. If you love that free, it, it is freedom. Cause I mean, right now I, I, I could be working, I should be working, but no, I'm, I'm enjoying this time with you and talking to you instead of being stuck at some office somewhere where like somebody's checking on me, what I'm doing. It's, it's definitely freedom. It's disciplined. It's structured. If you can do those things, you can run your own business and <laughs> do your own thing. <laughs> what would you tell students who are out there and they hadn't considered or or the things that they don't know about running their own graphic design business? There's there's definitely st structure to it. And I, I'm not a business expert or consultant to know exa remember exactly all that. But definitely you'll have to get your DBA, at least start with that, have a good bookkeeper. I know there's like, you're supposed to have a, an attorney and a banker person or something. I don't remember what the last one is, but there's definitely structure to it. I mean, it's not like, here I go, I'm rolling down the freeway. It's like, no, there, you have to have a plan for every day. Like every day I do have a little schedule of what I'm going to do for the day, or I have my top three priorities or projects that I need to get done for the day. And once that's done, then I'm like, okay, I can probably relax a little bit and, and work on some social media graphics to market the business, but it's definitely, you'll, you'll have to figure out what that is. And, and everybody's going to be different. You'll have to figure that out for yourself as far as, okay, well, how's my day going to go? Maybe some people want to work from their night owls and they want to work from six to midnight or in the middle of the night. I, I, I don't do that. I'm a nine to five person, but I mean, everybody's structure is going to be different and you'll just have to find that little path that works best for you, whatever that means. If you had to do it over, what would you do different or the same? Well, you know what? I wish I had gave myself or told myself the confidence to do this many years ago. Like just start. On your own? Yeah. Instead of being years, maybe I could say, oh, I've been doing this for 20 years, 25 years or something. Because knowing what I know now, I mean, of course, hindsight's twenty twenty, but 
I mean, I was like, man, I could have totally done this. I probably would have had like a team and an office and all this stuff. It's just, I just, I had always had this little narrow mindset like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm making enough to pay my little bills. I'm okay. My mortgage is paid. But now I'm, I'm dreaming bigger where I'm like, I want to hire people. I've been watching a lot of undercover boss and I, I know, I know they send people to Disneyland and buy them a car. Maybe I won't send them to Disneyland, but at least I want to send them to Fiesta, Texas and buy them a used car if I, instead of a brand new car. But that's the type of stuff I dream about now. Like I want to make a difference in my community to hopefully have a, a little small building named Galan, Galan and I don't know, Galan Learning Center because I donated $10 million to make the building or something. I don't know. Like I dream of being not famous, but like, oh, I remember Galan, you know, Mrs. Galan, she did this for the community. And, and now these students are learning graphic design at no cost because she has the scholarship for them or something like I dream bigger now. I don't know. That's, that might be silly, but that's what since, I dream. Since the pandemic started, there's so many more people who are actually telecommuting or working from home or working in an alternative setting that there's so many more opportunities for partnerships and expansion now. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's it, that this pandemic has actually opened that up for a lot of people to collaborate and do something a little bit different, maybe adding not necessarily services, but maybe for, like, for example, recently I, I met somebody that does what a trademarking for logos and I design logos and people usually ask me like, Oh, Hey, I need to trademark my logos. I, I don't know anything about that, but now I do know somebody that I can refer them to. It's definitely opened it up to collaborating and partnering up with with other people. Yeah, it's it's definitely been a big game changer for, for I think, for small businesses or really probably everybody. Well, I really can see you have a lot of enthusiasm. I really look forward to seeing what your next steps are as you grow and make an impact in that building people <laughs> for people to go. Before we wrap up, what I'd like, is there one final thing you'd like to say to first gen students out there, either who are currently going to school or who are trying to pick out what they want to do? Choosing a career is something that's, it's very difficult. You have to really, I, I think I, I've always heard anything you would do for free or you're already doing for free. And if you're getting paid for it, getting paid for it is just making it awesome or making it better because I had always designed stuff for people and they never paid me because I never asked. I was like, oh yeah, I want to design your stuff. And so when I started getting paid for it, I was like, oh, well, this is even better. I don't know if that would help anybody. Like, I mean, because nowadays you hear people like, oh, I knit sweaters for goldfish and I make $2 million a week. I'm like, what? <laughs> and you can, it's, it's just so crazy. Like, you can really make a career out of anything. Like I'm I, sometimes I hear people that I'm watching these YouTube videos. I'm like, you do, I'm thinking you do what? And you make $5,000 a day. It's like, what? There's just so many opportunities out there that if you're determined to do something, you will find a way. I, I, it's just, I, I saw this story on LinkedIn. I'll make it real quick. Um, This young man, he couldn't afford the tuition to the school. I this I think this was in a different country, like a, a Latin American country. He ended up he he told the professor, I'll I'll start cleaning the school at night and I'll get in, in in trade for getting taught during the day in your classes. He ended up like paying for his school by working, cleaning the offices there or, or whatever it was. And if you really want to do something, you'll find creative ways to like, okay, how do I get the money for this? How, you know, and there's mil I know there's millions of people that work 
three jobs and go to school. There's no excuse like, oh, I work four hours and I have to go to school. Yeah, I I stayed up till two, three o'clock in the morning, finishing projects. Thankfully, I didn't have to work. I, I, my parents were like, no, Mika, you, you you do your schoolwork. We'll take care of you. I, I worked, I lived at home and they, they fed me. I was all good <laughs> on that, but I love so, it. Yeah, I was up two, three o'clock in the morning. I was finishing my projects. I got it done. I finished my, I always finished my homework. Everything was always on time. If there's a will, there's a way. If you're determined, you will find a way to pay for it and get your dream started and work on your awesome career that you're dreaming of. Anything is possible. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I am so glad to have you there. And I am going to be sharing your social media channels in the show notes on this. And I look forward to seeing more of what you're doing. Thank you so much. I hope somebody contacts me because I would love to be a mentor to somebody in any career, even if it's not graphic design. I mean, there's always something I could tell some young person like, oh, do this or try that or whatever. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. I hope I can help somebody. Yeah, you heard her. So somebody out there, take her up on her on her offer.